although we may be physically apart, we gather together as God's people to remember and reflect on this most solemn of seasons as we gather together apart for Maundy Thursday. Thanks to Deacon Caris Woodley for the reflection today and to Pastor Jacob Molyneux for the music. There may be periods of silence during our service but just use those simply to rest in God's presence. On this night our Lord Jesus Christ said, A new commandment I give to you, that you love each other as I have loved you. And a prayer of confession. To the bidding for all the ways we continue to break your body, I invite you to respond, Gracious Saviour, forgive us. For all the ways we continue to break your body, gracious Saviour, forgive us. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, we are happy to remember that you were broken for us. Less willing to acknowledge that you were broken by us. Yet that is the inescapable truth. You walked that road to the cross so that we might receive mercy and discover new life. For all the ways we continue to break your body, gracious Saviour, forgive us. You call us to break bread and share wine in remembrance of you. But though outwardly we obey, inwardly it is a different story. Our lack of love, timid witness, stunted vision and half-hearted commitment, each revealing our forgetfulness of your love. For all the ways we continue to break your body, gracious Saviour, forgive us. You call us to live as your people, a family testifying to your grace through the love we show for one another and the unity we share. But all too often we demonstrate division, mistrust, intolerance, even hatred. And so for the ways we continue to break your body, gracious Saviour, forgive us. You call us to minister in your name, to express your care for all through word and deed, but day after day we let you down through the compassion we fail to show, the love we fail to express and the justice we fail to fight for, through the hungry we fail to feed, the sick we fail to visit and the needy we fail to clothe, through the truths we distort, through the hurts we cause and the selfishness we indulge in, we inflict more pain upon you, driving the nails once more through your hands and feet, hanging you once again upon your cross. For all the ways we continue to break your body, gracious Saviour, forgive us. Lord Jesus Christ, broken for us, broken by us, you owe us nothing, we owe you everything. 
for you gave your all to set us free. And yet still we fail you time after time, day after day, for all the ways we continue to break your body. Gracious Saviour, forgive us. Cleanse us, renew us and restore us. This is the message that we have heard from him and proclaim to you, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we walk in the light as he is the light, we have fellowship with one another. And Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So, friends, hear the good news. This is Christ's gracious word, word to each one of us. Your sins are forgiven. Amen. I am Deacon Caris Woodley, and I'm leading the reflection for Thursday evening. Now, the reading comes from John 13, verses 1 to 17, and verses 31a to 35. That's John 13, verses 1 to 17, and verses 31a to 35. Jesus washes the disciples' feet. It was just before the Passover feast. Jesus knew that the time had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he now showed them the full extent of his love. The evening meal was being served, and the devil had already prompted Judas Iscariot, son of Simon, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with a towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, you do not realise now what I am doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Then Lord Simon Peter replied, not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus replied, a person who has had a bath needs only to wash his feet. His whole body is clean and you are clean, though not every one of you, for he knew who was going to betray him. That's why he said not everyone was clean. When he finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that's who I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you should also wash one another's feet. 
I have set an example for you that you should do as I have done for you. I tell you the truth, no servant is greater than his master, nor a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. And from verse 31, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will glorify the Son in himself and will glorify him at once. My children, I will be with you only a little while longer. You will look for me just as I have told the Jews, and I tell you now, where I am going, you cannot go. A new commandment I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. Of course, if we'd been meeting, perhaps on Monday, Thursday, we would have had Holy Communion, shared and remembered the Last Supper. And we may also have had the opportunity to wash each other's feet. Now, this reading from John 13 is extremely special to me as a deacon in the Methodist diaconal order, because our calling as deacons is to serve and to serve with the love that Jesus showed in the feet washing, the feet washing of the disciples. We take that calling for ourselves to wash other disciples' feet as Jesus washed the disciples' feet. Now this reading is extremely special to me as a deacon. As a deacon, every time we meet for our annual meeting at convocation, this reading is read. Now I've been a deacon for 10 years and two years before that as a student deacon. So I'll have heard this for 12 years, listening to this reading at convocation. But this reading is also used whenever we gather as deacons, and it's also always read at deacons' ordination service. So when we hear the reading, we're not simply thinking, oh yes, it's this reading, I've heard it before. But we listen with all our heart, because we know as deacons, we are called to serve as Jesus did. And this reading of the feet washing is held up and is an example of how to follow Jesus' example as one who loves in servant ministry. So each time I hear this reading, I'm looking for that spark and that calling that leads me on. 
each time I hear this reading, I remember my calling. Now, as a deacon in the Methodist diaconal order, we have daily prayers. This is part of, because we, we are all part of an order and we pray together uh, wherever we are using these daily prayers. We have a prayer of adoration and it goes like this. Eternal God, you are the source of all life, the font of all wisdom, the wellspring of all grace. Your days are without end, your loving mercies without number. I depend on you and remember your goodness to me and to those who have gone before. Your story has been told in every generation. The Lord Jesus Christ lived among us full of grace and truth. Revealing your tender mercy, he healed the sick, comforted the broken and lost. In humility, he washed the feet of his disciples, calling us to follow his example as one who serves. You are my God, ahead of me, leading me, guiding me and calling me. You are the Lord God, the all-wise, the all-compassionate, and I lift my heart in worship today and forever. Amen. So can you imagine, as a deacon, each day we pray this prayer, and we hear those words again. In humility, he washed the feet of his disciples, calling us to follow his example as one who serves. So can you imagine how special this reading is from John's Gospel and how it highlights to us as deacons our call. So you might wonder about that call and you might wonder why it's so special and how it speaks to us so deeply. So when we hear this reading, when we read this reading, we consider the actions and the love that Jesus is showing there. He is their Lord and their teacher but he takes the action of a servant and washes their feet. Not just does he take this action of being a servant, but he also in that very action itself, he is showing a very deep, caring love, of tender, loving care, a gentle way of reaching his disciples. You might like to consider that as he knelt before each of his disciples, he's actually kneeling, he's being humble, he is being vulnerable, but still he's offering a very great love in all those things, the tender loving care, in the being humble, in the being vulnerable. And then we hear from verse 15, I have set an example for you to follow. So 
I don't know how many deacons you know, but I imagine if you met a deacon, you probably haven't had them washed your feet. But what you might like to consider is how a deacon shows tender, loving care in service, ensuring that way of love, not literally in washing people's feet, but being able to reach out with tender, loving care. And that's the call that I feel on my life. And that's how I want to serve with tender, loving care to serve, even if it means being vulnerable, to be humble, a gentle way of reaching out. So for yourselves, consider your calling. We are all disciples of Christ and we are all called to serve. So what does it mean for you to serve as Jesus did in washing others' feet? Consider when you personally have felt that tender, loving care through others. And consider how might you show that tender, loving, gentle, humble, perhaps vulnerable love to others.
And so we come to our prayers of intercession. Prayers for God's world and for the church and for God's people, all people. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, we remember today that you were broken not only for us or even for many, but for all. We rejoice that your love isn't for the select few, but for everyone, young and old, rich and poor, male and female, black and white. So then we pray for our world and in all its need. We pray for all who feel broken today shattered by disappointment, tragedy and bereavement, overwhelmed by poverty and hunger, disease and deprivation, crushed by injustice, oppression, imprisonment and violence, all those who have been broken in body, mind and spirit, battered by the circumstances and events of life, so may your grace bring hope and your love bring healing. We pray for all who long for wholeness, delivery from physical pain, sickness and disease, freedom from fear, anxiety and depression, an answer to inner emptiness and spiritual longing, the opportunity to be at peace with you, their neighbour and themselves. May your grace bring hope and may your love bring healing. And in a period of quiet, we bring to God those people, places and situations that weigh heavily upon us today. Lord Jesus Christ, broken for all, reach out now to our broken world and teach us to reach out in turn. Show us where you would have us serve. Teach us what you would have us do and use us to fulfil your purposes that your grace may bring hope and your love may bring healing. And so we join all our prayers those spoken and unspoken, and the prayers that we dare not bring. We join them with the prayers of all God's people as we join in the words of the Lord's Prayer, praying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Gracious God, your Son, Jesus Christ, girded himself with a towel and washed the feet of his disciples. Give us the will to be the servants of others, as he was the servant of all, who gave up his life and died for us, yet lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, 
one God, now and forever. Amen. When the disciples had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Jesus prayed to his Father, If it is possible, take this cup of suffering from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. Christ was obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. And so may the blessing of God, creator, redeemer and sustainer, be with each one of us. Be with those whom we love and those that God wants us to love, this day and always. Amen. And finally, a piece of music, again from Jacob, to finish with.